welcome to episode 24 of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. My name is Molly, and today I have three questions. They are about aliens, suntans, and zebras. Just a quick reminder about the British Podcast Awards and the new book I'm writing of Everything Under the Sun, which you could be in. Everything Under the Sun is nominated for Best Family Podcast in the British Podcast Awards. If you'd like to vote for Everything Under the Sun in the Listener's Choice Award, just go to britishpodcastawards.com slash vote and type in the first few letters of Everything Under the Sun and it will come up. It'd be great if you could vote for the show. Thank you, everyone. Secondly, I'm busy writing a book which will be filled with all of your questions. There is going to be 365 questions from children about everything under the sun, plus an extra question about leap years. So if you would like to be in the book, please do send your questions in. Just ask an adult to record you asking the question and send it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Right, on with the show. This week, our first question comes from Frida. She would like to know about a creature we all imagine, but no one has ever seen. As far as we know, over to Frida. My name is Frida. I live in London. I'm six years old. My question is, do aliens exist or not? Hi, Frida. Well, that is a great question. To answer it, I talked to Doug from the Science Museum in London. Let's see what Doug has to say about aliens. Over to Doug. Hello, Frida. You asked, do aliens exist or not? What a good question. Do you know, I wish I knew the answer. We don't know. We've not seen any aliens. We've not heard from any aliens. Aliens haven't visited Earth, as far as we know. So I'm afraid we don't know. Thank you, Doug, for your lovely answer. I think even though we have never seen them, they haven't visited Earth, and we haven't heard from any, I think there's quite a good chance of there being aliens in the universe. There are many, many more stars out in the universe than there are grains of sand on the Earth. Every star is a sun, just as our sun is a star. Our sun has planets, so it's pretty likely that other stars out there, or suns, that they do as well. Scientists have already discovered lots and lots of planets beyond our solar system, which are orbiting stars other than the sun. Scientists call these planets exoplanets, and there are all kinds of exoplanets. Scientists are looking for signs of life on these exoplanets. What they're looking for is gases that don't seem to fit those planets so might have been created by life. They also look for planets that could have water on their surface, like Earth. They think that water would be good for alien life if these aliens need the same thing that we do. Oxygen to breathe, water to drink, food to eat. Perhaps one day they'll find what they're looking for and you'll be able to go outside on a dark night and look up at a star knowing that scientists have found a planet with signs of life in that star's atmosphere. Wouldn't that be incredible? The better telescopes get and the more scientists understand and know what they're looking for, the more likely it is that we will find something. As Stephen Hawking said, to my mathematical brain, the numbers alone make thinking about aliens perfectly rational. Perhaps one day people will fly through space to find other Earth-like worlds and worlds with alien life on it. That time could be coming soon. However, it could just as well be that we've never heard from aliens because there just aren't any out there. Our solar system is incredibly rare and no copies of it have been found out in space as yet. We don't even fully understand how our own planet Earth got here and how all of life first occurred here. Perhaps 
this planet is the only place where life as we know it has ever occurred. Either way, if there are aliens out there, or if there aren't, the fact that we are all living here on planet Earth is incredible. It's a very precious place, and we're so lucky to be here on such a beautiful planet that has all the things that we need to do to breathe, to eat, and to live. We really must do all we can to appreciate it, and protect it, and take care of our Earth. On that note, back to Earth. At the moment, all the bluebells are out in ancient woodlands, so if you can, drag your parents this weekend to see some woods full of bluebells near you. I hope that answers your question, Frida. Now, what do you think aliens would look like? Why don't you send in a recording to the show or a drawing telling me or showing me what you think aliens look like? That would be fun. If you have a question you would like answered on the show and in the book about anything and everything under the sun, or if you want to send me a drawing or tell me what you think aliens might look like, all you have to do is ask an adult to record you asking the question, chatting about aliens, or give them your drawing and ask them to send it to me at molly at everythingundersun.co.uk. Our next question is about suntans. Now that the sun, or our very own star, is coming out. It comes from Eleanor. Here she is. Hello, my name's Eleanor, and I'm 10 years old, and I live in Yorkshire. And I love hockey and writing stories. And I would like to know, how and why does skin tan? Hi, Eleanor. Thanks for your great question. Well, your skin tans in the sun to protect your body. The sun's rays contain a type of light called UV radiation. If too much of this goes into your skin, it can damage what is called DNA. This DNA in your skin contains all the information your body needs to keep running and doing all the amazing things it does without you even really noticing. So if you stay out in the sun for a long time, your skin will tan and this is to create a protective barrier against the UV rays and protect your skin. How the skin tans is melanin is created. You spell melanin, M-E-L-A-N-I-N. It's a natural color all humans have in their bodies. The more melanin we have in our bodies, the darker our skin will be. People who live or whose ancestors lived in really sunny parts of the world have darker skin than those who live in places with little sunlight. This all makes sense because they need more melanin to protect their bodies from the sun because they're exposed to more sunlight. There's two ways your body tans with melanin. The first is when it turns existing melanin in a person's skin darker, and the second is when it makes new melanin. The second way happens when you get a tan a few hours after going in the sun and it lasts much longer than by tanning existing melanin. So you'll have noticed that suntans fade over time, and that's just because the tan layers of skin get pushed upwards by new skin cells that have less melanin in them, and the old tan skin cells get rubbed off like when you have a shower or when you're sleeping in your bed. Anything really, your skin just rubs off and renews itself without you really noticing it. So that's how you get suntanned and lose a suntan. But what about when you get sunburnt? Well, that happens when your body gets way too much UV radiation from the sun and it's more than your body can turn into a suntan. The body can't suntan fast enough to deal with the UV damage, so it does some emergency protecting of your skin. It sends loads and loads of blood to a layer of your skin called the dermis, which is one below the top layer of skin, so that cells there can quickly repair damage. All the blood rushing to that part of your skin creates lots of warmth and redness. Sunburn hurts. Oh no! 
because immune cells also rush there to tell you this hurts and the pain is there to remind you don't go back in the sun for a while. The redness only goes when the damaged skin cells start to peel off. So be careful in the sun. Wear a long sleeve t-shirt and a hat if you're out playing in the sun a lot or do play in the shade when it's really, really sunny. I hope that answers your question, Eleanor. Now onto our third question, which is also about skin, but this time an animal with black and white stripy skin. Can you guess which animal it could be? Yes, it is a zebra. Our zebra question comes from Iris. Over to Iris. Hi, my name is Iris and I'm five and a quarter and I like playing hide and seek. And my question is, why do zebras have stripes? Hi Iris, that's such a lovely question. There are lots of reasons researchers think zebras have stripes. These reasons are that maybe they help zebras blend in with their surroundings so that lions and other animals that might attack them can't see them so easily. Another is that it helps to stop them being bitten by flies that carry diseases because flies get confused by the stripes and don't land on the zebras. Another is that somehow it keeps them cool in the midday hot African sun. Tim Carrow from the University of California did an experiment in England on horses. He watched horse flies biting horses and then he dressed some of the horses up in a zebra print material. He noticed that the horse flies who had been happily munching away biting the horses couldn't land on the horses once they were dressed as zebras. He still tried to but the stripes dazzled the flies and the flies crashed into the zebra print and bounced off. So if you want to spend lots of time with horses and don't want to be bitten by horse flies, maybe wear clothes with a zebra print on them. I'm not quite sure what makes the flies not be able to land on a horse when they're all stripy like a zebra, but it's definitely the stripes doing something to their vision. So that's probably one good reason why zebras have stripes. Another idea from the University of California is that zebras are striped to help them stay cool in the midday heat. They looked at lots of zebras from South Africa to Central Africa and found the stripes changed depending on the temperature of the surroundings the zebra lived in. Zebras don't digest food very well, so they need to eat lots during the day. This means they're often out in the midday sun when it's really hot. But somehow the zebra stripes are helping to keep them cool. It seems there are still things to learn about zebra stripes. But what about human stripes? Did you know that humans all have stripes called Blaschko lines, named after a doctor who studied skin who first talked about them? These lines are usually invisible. They only show up if a person is really unlucky and has a skin problem. But they're always there, even though they're invisible. The pattern of Blaschko lines are the same on all people. They curve around our sides and make a V along the spine and middle of the chest, even flow around the face. How strange is that? Did you know that humans also give off light? Japanese scientists photographed the glow of human bioluminescence in 2009. The light we give off is much weaker than our eyes can see, but it is there, and it could be possible that animals with amazing eyesight can see the light that humans give off. So, it's not only zebras that are stripy, but zebras do look lovely with their stripes, whether they're there to keep them cool, or to stop flies biting them, or both. I hope that answers your question, Iris. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. A huge thank you to Doug at the Science Museum in London for talking to us about aliens and to Eleanor, Iris and Frida for this week's questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. 
I'll be back next week answering more questions from children around the world in another episode of Everything Under the Sun. Do send in your questions for the show and for the Everything Under the Sun book. There's lots of info about how to do that on the show's website, everythingunderthesun.co.uk. If you like the show, please do rate, review and subscribe and tell all your friends to do the same. It really does help. And do vote for Everything Under the Sun in the British Podcast Awards by going to britishpodcastawards.com slash vote. And type in the first few letters of Everything Under the Sun and it'll come up. Thanks so much, everyone. Don't forget to try and go and see some bluebells in ancient woodlands. And look up at the night stars to see where there might be signs of alien life. Thank you, have a lovely week and goodbye. Goodbye.